As we move towards easing restrictions, many of us will feel anxious about what life will look like after lockdown. So let's discuss how we can overcome those worries and anxieties and readjust to another new normal after lockdown. Hi, I'm neuroscientist Dr. Ben Webb, and I help people to cultivate a healthy brain for a mentally healthy and happy life. Welcome to episode 29 of Better Brain, Better You. How are you doing? All good, I hope. Thanks so much for joining me today. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. And if you're watching on YouTube, please do make sure to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell. We release videos every week for brains of all ages. So this last year has seen many of us stuck at home for months on end with limited social interaction, having to work, while also homeschooling and grappling with serious fears about the health of our loved ones. And many of us have been left with what can only be described as some sort of lingering brain fog. From putting the iron in the fridge, to forgetting how the heck you park a car, something strange has happened to our brains in lockdown that has left us scrabbling to remember how to do the simplest of tasks. And despite some restrictions being eased, our minds are showing no signs of getting back to their old selves. And now that we have a roadmap out of lockdown in the UK, the gradual easing of restrictions brings much anticipated opportunities to see family, play sport, resume contact with friends in the real world, or get back to work doing the things that we value. But for many of us, even the happy, much longed for changes can be difficult for our mental health. And for many others, the prospect of coming out of lockdown when debate is still ongoing about when and how restrictions should be lifted can, re- can be a really big worry. And this may be especially true for those more vulnerable to the virus and those of us with mental health concerns. So what are these mental health challenges and what can we do to manage them? Well, we should be prepared for the fact that the end of the lockdown might present as a big challenge for us, just as it did at the start. Just as it took us time to find ways of managing during lockdown, we should also anticipate that it will take time to find our way back and to reconnect with our original life. Finding routines, staying connected, eating well and taking exercise apply just as much now as they did at the start of lockdown. Because your situation is unique to you, it's really important to not to judge yourself harshly based on what other people are doing. Everybody is facing uncertainty and challenge and we have no choice but to move through the situation as best we can. Fear and anxiety are some of the most common emotional responses that we will feel as we approach the release from lockdown. Finding a way to get through lockdown took a lot of our emotional energy and we may have found strategies that help us cope and that we don't really want to leave behind us, not just yet. And as people start to interact more, many of us worry about getting ill with a virus or passing infection onto loved ones. And this is a completely normal response. So each time we return to something, it's going to feel unusual or even scary. We might feel worried or we might feel anxious. 
And that may be because we haven't done it in a while and we've, and we've forgotten how it feels, like going to our workplace, for example. It might be because routines have changed because of the pandemic, like one-way systems and queues to enter shops. So it's really important to recognise that these feelings are completely acceptable and to try and anticipate them. It's only by gradually building up tolerance that we can move through these worries. We might feel angry or frustrated at other people's behaviour and feel the urge to rush to judgement or make comments about them that reflect our anxiety. It's important to share these concerns with people that we trust, but also to bear in mind that you can't control others' behaviour. Perhaps try and express your frustration quickly and privately with someone you trust, and then, if you can, let it go. If we hold on to things, we can end up ruminating, overthinking and worrying about things in our heads. And for many of us, the pandemic has increased our anxiety or made existing mental health issues much worse. So it's very easy to allow the isolation that was necessary in lockdown to become deliberate seclusion as lockdown lifts. For many people, lockdown has been relatively quiet and isolated. Coming back into shops, traffic, transport and work might lead to sensory overload, feeling overwhelmed by sights, sounds or smells. So headphones might be good here. They could be a good way to reduce some of this by helping you to focus and creating a distraction with calls or music or podcasts or audiobooks, gradually easing your brain back into these heightened sensory environments. So I've got some other effective strategies for you as well to help cope with the fear help cope with fear and anxiety as we move forward into the new situation. So control what can be controlled. There are a lot of things you can't control that cause you fear and anxiety, but there are many things that you can manage or plan for. So having a plan in place for managing things you might find difficult can really help. Pace yourself. Recognising that you need to go at the right pace for you is really important. Don't let others bully or pressure you into doing things you don't want to do. But try not to let that be an excuse not to push yourself, especially when it comes to reconnecting with friends safely outside your home when rules allow and the time is also right for you. It can be hard to let others move forward without you. So maybe your child wants to see friends or needs to return to school or even work, but you can't yet. It's important to discuss these concerns with those close to you, but also allow other people's space to move at their own pace. Build up tolerance. Try doing something that challenges you every day or every few days. Don't beat yourself up if it doesn't go well, but keep at it. Keep a note of things that you've achieved, enjoyed, or surprise yourself by doing. Vary your routines. Try and vary your routine so that you see different people and encounter different situations. This is really good for the brain. So for example, if one supermarket makes you nervous, try another. If a walk at one time of the day is very busy, try mixing walks at busy times and walks at quieter times. Talk to your colleagues and and bosses at work. Many workplaces are allowing more flexible working even if people need to return to them. If you're finding it hard to get to work or do particular shifts or activities because of anxiety or fear, speak to your manager or a colleague that you trust if that feels right for you. How can we cope with this uncertainty as we come out of lockdown? Well, during lockdown, there's been a lot of talk of a new normal 
But what's normal is constantly evolving and uncertainty and managing risk is going to be the reality for the foreseeable future. This is not something that's comfortable for many of us, particularly when we're only just about coping with our mental health. The new normal for most of us will mean what we need to do to get through today or this week. It's going to be very difficult to predict what the course of the rest of the year will look like. And with so much of the media talking about possibilities and stages without, without certainty, it's easy to get caught up in what-ifs. It can really help to focus on the things we have learned and achieved in the last year. Most of us have been tested in ways we never imagined, have passed those tests and found new ways to manage or even flourish. So for many of us, lockdown has challenged our values and what is important to us. The life, values and attitudes we had in March last year might not be the ones we want to return to this summer. And there may be opportunities for us to make positive changes in our lives as well. So focus on the present. You can only do your best with what you have today. With regulations changing frequently and lots of conflicting media discussions, try and keep a focus on the moment. Mindfulness meditation is one way of bringing your mind back to the present moment. Bring things that are certain back into focus. Whilst a lot of things are uncertain at the moment, there are also things to be hopeful about with the roadmap out of lockdown. So try to record and appreciate good things as they happen. Try and take opportunities to reset and relax. Talk to people you trust. It's important to talk about how you feel. Don't dismiss your concerns or judge yourself too harshly. You may also be able to find like-minded people online, but try and get outside perspectives as well. So as we move out of lockdown, it's going to be possible to start picking up our social lives again, albeit with changes for the foreseeable future. So some of us are desperate to do so, but others will be nervous about doing so or unable to do so because of their situations. So if you're part of a social group doing an activity together, try and plan ways for people who aren't ready for face-to-face meetings to still take part. We may have become comfortable in our own space and with our own company in lockdown. It's been intense in all sorts of ways and we might really have to push ourselves to reconnect with people and overcome that initial awkwardness. So that also goes for your children's friendships as well. Many children have been desperate to see friends, but all families are making sense of the changes as they come, and it's important to make an extra effort to pick up friendships. Our working lives were changed enormously when lockdown started, whether we stayed working as a key worker, worked from home, were placed on furlough, or sadly lost our jobs. So as lockdown eases, our working lives will change again, and some people will be looking for new work. So during lockdown, those of us with caring responsibilities have supported our families. So for parents and carers returning to work, it's likely to provide a distance that might actually be welcomed and needed, but also prove challenging emotionally when family's closeness has been such a support to so many of us during lockdown. So try and make a plan for the next few months. We were all derailed in our plans for earlier in the year But now's the time to re-evaluate them, refocus and reset them. So I hope this episode was helpful. Please do let me know in the comments 
if you're watching on YouTube. And like, share this video and subscribe to our channel if you want more videos like this one. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. And I really do hope you can get the most out of the weeks and the months ahead for you and your family. And I will look forward to spending time with you on the next episode of Better Brain, Better You. Thank you.